Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Hey, y'all, LeVar Burton here, and I am so excited to read with you today. Our first selection is called Rosa, and it's the story of Rosa Parks, who... So, as it turns out, that book is banned because reading about segregation is divisive. But since almost any book with black people these days is considered divisive, here's one that doesn't have any people in it at all. It's about two penguins and their little baby. Both penguins are boys. Well, I'm told that that book is also banned because of sexual perversion, which is weird because there's no sex in the book at all. Y'all, they adopted the baby. What do you guys want, a mommy and a daddy penguin so the kids can make sure that the penguins are knocking boots? All right, I've got one that they can't possibly have a problem with. Hop on pop. What? Disrespectful to parents. You gotta be kidding me. All right, listen, there, there are plenty of books to choose from. But you know what? No. Read the books they don't want you to. That's where the good stuff is. Oh shit, they're coming. Read banned books! Hold on a second, everybody. <clears throat> the team, everybody. I know we have about four other clips. Uh, look, I know we have four other clips. I'm going to pause here for a moment. Um, <laughs> that is one of the best, one of the best arguments ever presented. Hold on a second. Let's do this, because I really want to. I want to dwell on this. I'm changing the whole format. Okay, just, just. I'm calling an audible team. Let's go to our history, and then, <laughs> for those of you who are teachers, parents, students, or just everyday folk, boy, you want to talk about drop the mic, slap down. Commentator LeVar Burton did it. What a. And you know what I was thinking about? You know what I was thinking about? Especially when he was talking about the, the one book of the. I can't remember. The two guys or something like that. I don't know. And, they, and he said, well, you can't. You got to ban that book because it's homosexuality. Well, then fuck. Get rid of Burton Ernie. <laughs> I would have added Bert and Ernie. You gotta cancel Bert and Ernie. Whoa. What is that? Oh, that's the, the we're, we're, as you know, we broadcast, we've been broadcasting from our home for the last two years, so all kind of sounds go all microwave, you know, whatever. Oh, that was classic. That was classic LeVar Burton. And he has this distinct, very distinguished voice. Um, 
And I got to tell you what I saw. And, and as, as I was, I read the headlines, LeVar Burden says to read banned books. That's where the good stuff is. He's absolutely right. But let me, let me say this. Let me tell you what, what crossed my mind. If these, if these uh, uh, boards of education, book banning folk, if they want to keep this up, like they're doing in Texas and other states, I mean, can you imagine banning a book about Rosa Parks? If they want to keep this up in Tennessee, in in Texas, or wherever, you you need to, and when you hear me kind of, you know, sounds like I'm stuttering, my mind is ahead of, of, of my mouth at this point in time, and I'll tell you why. Because I want to say first, one, then you should do what we did when we didn't know about black history, when it wasn't taught in school. <clears throat> so what did we do? We went out and bought the books. We, we, or we went to the library and, and got the books. L- Lerone Bennett Jr.'s books, they didn't te- they didn't, there wasn't a textbook in school. You know, these, these books weren't, you know, the various books on black history, they weren't part of the bibliography. They weren't assigned to us in most cases. Maybe at Paul Lawrence Dunbar high schools around the country, but not, and that was because of the teachers who, who you know, probably went to historically black colleges and, and they were exposed to it, so they exposed their students but for for many of us, what did we do? We had we had book we, today. You call them book clubs. In those days, we would just you know we if, if we were in college for the most part in college, you know between playing bid whiz and, and and whatever else we were doing in the student union, you would have folks that say, "Have you read the latest book by Claude Brown, Man Child in the Promised Land?" No, oh man, you got to get that book. Soul on Ice. Oh, you got to get that book. And we would go to the bookstores, and, and, and in those days you had black bookstores, and, and, and we would buy them. So as I was listening to LeVar Burton talk, I mean, this, this commentary, it is classic, LeVar Burton. It is classic. I said, okay, fine. These, these, these Board of Education folks, they want to they play that kind of game? All right, then you know what? As a parent, then we'll go buy the books. That's what we do with our grandchildren. With our grandchildren, the youngest, the two youngest ones. We, there's, if we pass a bookstore, remember last time we were out in California with them? And there was this little, there was this bookstore for children. They were in that bookstore before we walked in. Oh, we got to go. And I mean, it was like a small fortune. I want this book. I want and the and the and the owner of the bookstore, or at least the clerk, she was so nice. And she said, Have you and she was talking to the kids. She wasn't talking to us. She was talking, have you no, I've read that book. I've read that book. Oh, I've have you read this series? Have you read Oh yes, we've oh yeah, I like that book. Man, we walked out of there with a a a, a just a small fortune of books. And then like the next week Victoria, who's the oldest, she damn well read all of them. 
I'm, I'm wondering now, can I take them back and sell them as used books and stuff? I mean, he's right. He's right. Now, I'm not saying you don't go into the Board of Education meetings and fight. Oh, you fight this. You fight this book banning. You fight this book burning. No, I mean, really, everybody can do something. But, but, but you, don't have to, you don't have to wait until you defeat these folks at the polls who get elected to the Board of Education. You don't have to wait. go. Look, and, and then, it, then if you say, well, that's expensive, Mr. Madison. Yes, books are expensive. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Then here's my suggestion to you. What? Then go to a used bookstore. Here's my Go to a used bookstore. No, parents are listening to me. Teachers are listening to me. School administrators are listening to me. And, 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 and this, I mean, my comments that I'm sharing with you now, it, you know, it all, it, 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 it welled up in me after listening to LeVar Burton, who so, dis, it was, it, you know, he he was so clever. Phone number one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Does eight two five five still translate to talk? Yes. Does it? Wow. You know why I started doing that? I learned something it was from peop uh, listeners who are blind, and they said, "Would you would you mind giving it out alphabetically?" Because it makes it easier for them. It makes it easier for them. Now that's what. Yeah. I, now don't ask me why. I'm just saying to you. You know that's that's what a, a sightless person said. Any teachers out there? Any parents out there? Anybody? I mean, I'm trying to give you a different perspective for this book banning. Because when we talk about book banning, it, it's it, it's a it's become a political football. Members of the board, these members of the board of education, these state boards of education, we're going to ban this book. We're not going to teach critical race theory. We're going to ban the book, this book. We're going to ban that book. And it's not just African-American black history. As you hear LeVar Burton point out, it's, it's, a, it's you know, it's, it's, uh, it's homophobic attitudes. The, I mean, it, it's, it goes back. It, they'll come after you, me today, but then they're going to come after you tomorrow. But I just sat and listened to that for the first time, and I said, how clever. What a clever art. But then in the end, look, these books they want to ban, that's where the good stuff is. Let me repeat. That's where the good stuff is. But they're, they're taking it out of the school library. Okay, then go to the bookstore and get it. Oh, by the way, you don't even have to go to the bookstore. I'm old school. I'll go to the bookstore. You can order it. Today, y'all don't go into any... Yeah, for most people, you order it. You sit there and go online and order it. Every time I see... You know, I, I see young people and they're these handheld devices, they're smartphones, and you know, they're, they're, it's like they're hypnotized. Okay, I understand it. That's just the way it is. It's not going to change. People, it, they're hypnotized. They're all, you know, if they're sitting around... My grandson, 15 years old, he, he, I mean, he very seldom puts it down. 
All I'm saying is, then do me a favor. Then order the book. Oh, but I don't, then look, then order the book and then put it on your smartphone. What do they call it? Electronic books? They used to call them electronic, whatever, but then, then order the book. If you don't want, you can't, don't, then order, you can read it on your smartphone. The good stuff are the books they want. Now, let me, let me point something out. Let me take you back, historically, let me take you back to history. The, again, Reconstruction. One of the first, among the right to vote, one of the other first things that former slaves did, newly freed slaves did, was they, you know what they did? They created public education. They created schools. The learning schools and voting went hand in hand. They created schools. Just once again, study your history. And, the, and when the Reconstruction period ended, because the former slaveholders said, damn it, they got the right to vote, and they're educating themselves. Oh, we got to stop this. Oh, we got to stop this. And they came up with something. They, they, when they ended Reconstruction, in the South primarily, they took over the schools. They took over education. And they started teaching, because this book banning is not new. They started teaching something called the lost cause. They actually changed the narrative of why the Civil War was fought. They began creating Confederate heroes and they began re-educating, miseducating, there's the word, miseducating their children. For, and they did it for, for decades, generations. And, and that's how all of these statues and monuments, particularly in the South, were being built. They were built in honor of the quote-unquote lost cause. They changed the whole concept of slavery. They changed the whole, and they, and they did it in their schools. So education and voting were hand in hand. So the former slaves who during Reconstruction, that seven to nine year period, that short period, they created schools. And they also did what? They, they, they also enhanced their political power. Hayes versus Hayes-Tillman compromise, remove the federal troops, don't protect these folk. All hell breaks loose, the Klan, they use violence, insurrection, torture. But in the meantime, we're going to create these, we're going to change the whole education curriculum. And we'll tell you what books to read. And we're going we're to rewrite the history 
of the Confederacy. That's what they did. That's what they did. I mean, and we're seeing this being repeated. We're seeing it being repeated. That's what they're doing in Texas. That's what they're doing in Tennessee. And you know the list. You, we, we, you know the, the, the news stories. That's what they're doing. And, 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 and they do it in such a, and, and they do it in such a sophisticated way. And then they get inside these board meetings, these, I'm talking about board of education meetings. And, and, and these board of education members are elected. And so while they're sitting there playing their political game, there are then folks on the outside, like the, the churches, they're having book burnings. Or they're, or they're, or they're, or they're going to, you know, they get on radio and, and, and Fox and television and Newsmax and, and support all this banning of the books. Now, 20 after, 20 after, I'm going to, do me a favor, play, I want you to play the first clip of, of LeVar Burton, that, and then I'll, I'll tell you about Hyundai. But play it, Daryl, and then all, y'all can grab a line and tell me what you think, what's on your mind, what you think about what, what I'm saying. Because I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to tell you, I'm trying to, edge, I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. Taking you to school on this one. But there's a solution. I'll fight you in the, in the, in the Board of Education meeting. We can fight them. We can fight them at the... We can defeat these suckers who want to run for the Board of Education. Get out and vote and you, and you, just, you just say, you, you're, you, we are targeting you. But in the meantime, what can you do? Because everybody can do something. Go get that. Go just... Go get the good stuff. And that's where the good stuff is. Play, play, play LeVar Burton's uh, piece. Go ahead. Hey, y'all, LeVar Burton here, and I am so excited to read with you today. Our first selection is called Rosa, and it's the story of Rosa Parks, who... So... As it turns out, that book is banned because reading about segregation is divisive. But since almost any book with black people these days is considered divisive, here's one that doesn't have any people in it at all. It's about two penguins and their little baby. Both penguins are boys. Well, I'm told that that book is also banned because of sexual perversion, which is weird because there's no sex in the book at all. Y'all, they adopted the baby. What do you guys want? A mommy and a daddy penguin so the kids can make sure that the penguins are knocking boots? All right, I've got one that they can't possibly have a problem with. Hop on pop. What? Disrespectful to parents. You gotta be kidding me. All right, listen, there, there are plenty of books to choose from. But you know what? No. Read the books they don't want you to. That's where the good stuff is. Oh, shit. They're coming. Read banned books! <laughs> oh, 
1-866-801-8255. Now, I want to tell that. <laughs> 1-866-801-TALK. Sonia from North Carolina. Hi. Come on. Yeah. Yes, uh, Mr. Madison. I agree with you uh, with the, and LeVar Burton. But I was just wondering, you know, they, uh, if, if there was a way that a, the list of banned books could be somewhere where everybody could see that list and, and that if there was a way that we could even just see and track how those sales are going. And I, I don't want to give them ammunition, but my mother's an avid reader. She reads some of the most interesting books about black history, and I listen to the facts and the history that you bring out, and I'm like, where is that in a book? What book is that in? I don't want to give them ammunition, but it would be it would be a, a really good thing, I, I think. If Look, was I, a I can I can reading. interrupt if you don't mind. Right now, it's there. You could actually use your smartphone and just Google and say, uh, "Give me a list. What are the list of, let's say, black history books or civil rights books that are banned." Or just ban books, and it'll come up. It's there. As, as, that's all. I'm, you you don't you don't have to worry about it anymore. All you have to do is just just search. Use a search engine, and and it's 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 there. Uh, let's go to Mike from Maryland. Thirty-two I, after the hour. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, Joe. I think when it comes to banning books, the problem is. If you want to prevent it, you've got to be willing to take the bad with the good. If schools are going to go around banning um, To Kill a Mockingbird because they use the N-word or Dr. Seuss books, then that's the problem. I mean, or if you, want to, if you don't want books about gay people being portrayed in a positive light, then you cannot also be against books that portray them in a bad light. That's the problem. Because there is no consensus on what people consider what's bad and what's good, and that's the problem. Okay. I, I agree. Because you don't have to consume it just because it's on the shelf. I agree. Joe, I found, took me 10 seconds, and this is just the top 10 banned books of 2020. There you go. That's all you got to do. You know, first Google Instant, and it's got Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye on there, To Kill a Mockingbird. Got it. Uh, Uh, Let's uh, go. Dr. Ibram Kendi's book. Got it. I got it. Carla from Florida, first-time caller. Got it. To, like, like, Sam, like Sam said, it took Sam 10 seconds. There it is. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Carla. Yes, sir. I'm a parent, and um, I'm raising four children in the school system down here. And it just amazed me they have no problem teaching children the lies of white history or the lies of American history or partial history, and they refuse to allow us to teach our children what really happened? Well, again, of course, that's what they're doing. So then you have a responsibility as a parent, and this is not, and I'm not pointing out you individually, I'm talking collectively. We have a responsibility as a parents, adults, activists. We have a responsibility to show up at these Board of Education meetings and put these people on notice that we're not going to sit here and tolerate this. Uh, and and now, that, that, so that's one thing you can do. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And I bet you most people haven't gone 
to a Board of Education meeting where these discussions come up. And we, but we listen or we watch the news uh, uh, broadcast and we see the other side activated, raising hell, turning out board, you know, speaking at board meetings. And then we go, we, we, we sit there at home, watch the television or whatever, and go, oh, this is a shame. Well, you got to do more than just sit there and watch. Um, and, and because, again, everybody can do something. So I, I, I think you also, you go to, uh, I don't, you know, you, in, you go on Zooms. I, I guess soon we'll be back to having meetings with, in face-to-face. But that's what you, that's what you got to do. Now, what you did, Carla, was good. You stated the problem. Here, I, here's what's going on. Now the question is, what are you going to do about it? one 866 you got to do more than just state the problem. You, you know why I got excited about what LeVar Burton did? LeVar Burton is a mega movie star, right? He's, I mean, you know, let's just understand. He didn't have to do this. He, I imagine he sat at home and said, boy, what can I do? And then he used his, what is it, reading rainbow format. Because I, because as I started listening, <laughs> who is this for? It, and then <laughs> it's it's really for adults. It's really for adults. But then he he said he sang to adults and adolescents and children. You don't have to uh, you don't have to just sit back and let these members of boards of education these book banners. The, you don't have to sit back and do nothing. Go, go get the books, because that's what we used to do. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Vaughn from Connecticut. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Uh, yeah, what I'm doing about it is uh, all the banned books, and especially that one with Rosa Parks. I purchased that one for my daughter, my nine year old daughter, who uh, listens to you every morning when I drop her off at the school. And uh, she wanted to know why you sounded so angry uh, the other day. And I said, conscientious stupidity. But I want to add uh, two more people to that, that list of, uh, uh, with Bert and Ernie. You want to add Batman and Robin, two guys Thank that you. live in a, and, uh, and, and Peppermint Patty from Peanuts. Uh, she's never Thank wanted you. to dress, and they all call her sir. And that's all I have to say, sir. No, I mean, you know, and, and look, and, and again, I always say, Let me be honest with you. Thank you for your daughter and stuff. This is not a show for nine-year-olds. I I, I mean, you know, so but I'm glad she has you. Let me repeat. I'm glad she has you to explain to her. Uh, This is this is not anger. That's what a nine-year-old would say. And what I want the adults to understand, this is righteous indignation. I, I, this is, and, 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 and I'll be honest with you, the other side takes kindness for weakness. Now, yes, they do. They take, and I'm not trying to say, every, I can do this, I can, I can do this, and, and I don't suffer fools. But I know what, what, I know what book banning means. I know why they do it. I know what they're, what they're being, and they're being successful at it. And this is not the time, 
I'll be honest with you, to be kind to these people. These folk want your and your daughter's demise. That's what they want. And if we don't raise, and I'll just say it straight up, if we don't raise, there's something called holy hell. You know, if we don't raise holy hell, these folks will, 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 will have captured, these folks will have been successful. And then when your daughter, nine years old now, is 19 or 29, she's going to turn around and ask, well, gee, what did, what, well, how come y'all didn't stop this? How come y'all didn't stop this? So I know she's thinking like a nine-year-old, but thank goodness you're there to explain to her. This is, you know, this is, this is, he's angry and it's righteous indignation and he's doing it for you. As simple as that. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.